Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 68, about weird festivals in Florida. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week's episode is brought to you by RV Share. If you're looking to add some adventure and go to some weird festivals, <laughs> but you don't have an RV or a travel trailer, take a look at RV Share. They take the worry away with pickup and drop off. And whether you're looking for a destination camping or some peace and serenity in the great outdoors, hassle-free adventure awaits with RV Share. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash RV Share for our top RV rental picks in Florida to begin your camping adventure. All right. But before we talk about weird, before we get weird, Christina. (laughs) We're always weird, Tanya. All right. What do you always tell us in our Florida tip of the week? Um, To not forget sunscreen. Right. It is the time of year where we're going to be out in the sun more. The sun is hot, but did you know that your sunscreen can expire? I did because it causes massive rashes. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I've never had that experience, but it's definitely ineffective if it expires. So before we, you know, really get into summer or you're really hitting the road, check your expiration dates of the sunscreen that you might have lying around. I mean, I've definitely found some, you know, old half used tubes of sunscreen. They're not good. Throw them out. Replace them. Way to hijack my sunscreen tagline. Uh, You know, I had to. Well, don't forget your unexpired sunscreen. (laughs) It's there. Okay, good. You got (laughs) in your catchphrase. I'm proud of you. (laughs) All right. So you wanted to talk about weird festivals. Well, we wanted to talk about weird festivals, right? On a recent episode, I we were talking about Florida festivals, and I found this worm grunting festival. (laughs) And Tanya just thought this was the funniest thing, and that we needed to do an episode on weird festivals in Florida. We also talked about the underwater music festival. Yes, that's so cool. Yeah, so I, those were in our spring uh, festival episode in on episode 59. But this was also in part thanks to Sweet and Salty Sunrise on Instagram who suggested that we do some weird festivals because yeah. there are some weird festivals in Florida. I love this. I mean, any excuse to throw a party, really. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Right? I mean, seriously, I think that's what some of these were about. It was just <laughs> throwing a party and trying to get as eccentric as they could possibly be. Who has the weirdest? We should have a vote on Instagram. We'll, we'll make a vote. Which one of these episodes or which one of these uh, festivals on this episode is the weirdest that you think? So and I think there's no way we covered as many that we could have. I'm sure... There's weird festivals that we've missed. So, so we'll we'll include now you have to go back and listen to the Warm Grunton Festival and the Underwater Music Festival, which was in our recent summer festivals uh, episode. So listen to that. But also we're gonna include these. So when when you decide which one of these is the most weird, include those two in. I love it. Let's do it. All right. So on top of those two, we also have the Fiddler Crab Festival and Stein Hatchie. Okay, A, where's Steinhatchee? That is in North Florida. Okay. Um, So I believe it's up by Tallahassee. Okay, I'll look that up. And then you also tell me, what's the difference between a fiddler crab and any other crab that I might have heard of? <laughs> fiddler crabs walk sideways. Oh, fun. Yeah, and they're smaller. 
I got little. really excited about that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that was not intentional. Yeah, Steinanche is North Florida, but it's also on the um, Gulf side. So this is why they can have a crab festival. It's, it's on not, the west side, yeah. Yeah, it is a little bit north of Cedar Key. You've been to Cedar I've been Key. To Cedar so Key, yep. if you just kind of keep going up the northern side of the Gulf, you're going to get past the Lower Suwannee National Wildlife Refuge mm-hmm. and head on up to Steinhatchee. Okay, so Steinhatchee on President's Day weekend will be having their Fiddler Crab Festival. Okay, so um, that's usually in February. Yeah, so they have the their little... They're little guys. They're, I love and they it. have one giant claw and they walk sideways. Oh, so they're the ones that are really scary from one side. But not the other. Yeah. Yeah. So they the thing about the Fiddler Crab Festival is they have Fiddler Crab races. <laughs> so the festival. Have you ever done a crab race or like a hermit crab like race? Like where I'm the one walking? Because no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, I've done those. But no, I've never done a crab race where I actually used a real crab. There was... A long time ago, there was a restaurant in our town, and they they had they had a really cheap breakfast buffet brunch on Sundays, but they also had crab races, hermit crab races. <laughs> so you got these little hermit crabs, and you know all of the kids in the restaurant would just be able to pick out these tiny little hermit crabs. <laughs> And let them run down. I don't even remember what it was, but I have a picture. Noah won one year. I have a picture of him and his little crab uh, celebrating his win. That is hysterical. So Fiddler Crab Races, they have this like long tube thing and and they put the crabs up there and then they let them go. But the festival can supply the crabs or you can bring your own Fiddler Crab. Um, They're raced along these metal troughs. And they, they, they do 10 at a time, and they see which one finishes first. How do you know which side it runs from? Like I, I don't know. You know, does it does it run forward Anyone who knows the anatomy <laughs> of a fiddler crab, please let us know which side Apparently, they run. I have a lot of questions. Do they lead with the claw side, the scary side, or the not-so-scary right. side? I have a lot of questions. I <laughs> it is open to adults and kids, and they also have a swamp water chili cook-off. Okay, my next question is, can you eat fiddler crabs? Um, I don't. I think they're really little. Like, I can't imagine that there's enough meat in there to make it worthwhile. I don't know. I guess you eat crawdads, isn't that? Those are little. Yeah, I mean, seafood can be in all shapes and sizes, Christina. We don't discriminate. The food that we talk <laughs> about in Florida, things with shells that have meat inside. Exactly. So this this one really cracks me up, this next one. Okay. Okay, Fiddler Crabs was funny. This is even funnier because it's called the Florabama Interstate Mullet Toss. Okay. I know what the Florabama reference is. We'll, I know what an we'll, interstate is. We'll get there. We'll get there. This just just wait for it. Okay. What is a mullet? You think it's a bad haircut, right? Right, yeah. exactly. That's, you know, business in front, party in the yeah. back, right? Woo, woo. This is this is <laughs> this is true, but a mullet is actually one of the more plentiful fish that is indigenous to this area. That I actually didn't know. It's the, <laughs> <laughs> it is the only fish with a gizzard. I don't it, Wait, it, what? <laughs> a gizzard. Isn't that like the what, thing? What, you have in the yeah. turkeys? <laughs> yes. And it's said to possess mystical properties. Oh, okay. It's known as bait fish on the East Coast, and it's a local delicacy. But Wait, we use it as bait, but it's also a delicacy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But wait, 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 wait. 
So what is a mullet toss? I mean, I can only imagine. I know you want to tell me. A mullet toss consists of individuals on the beach throwing a mullet from a (laughs) 10-foot circle in Florida across the state line into Alabama. (laughs) If I have made your day, you are welcome. Can you picture it? Can you picture standing in the 10-foot circle tossing a mullet across the uh, Florida-Alabama state line? Are we mad at Alabama or are we or are we sending them gifts? This is a delicacy. It's a delicacy. It's we're handing them food and we're giving them food. We're providing for Alabama, even though they have the same access to the same mullets. Do they throw it back? Well, why would you toss a mullet to begin with? I don't know, but we're apparently throwing them at the folks in Alabama. I just want to know if they throw them back. So we are not an Alabama podcast. However, if you are in Alabama or have any, in, you know, <laughs> info on whether, okay. you know, they come back to us. It turns out that this is done for a really good reason. Oh, okay. A contribution Thank for goodness. each fish flung will go to the local youth charities, including <laughs> schools for education, prevention programs from the Community Drug and Alcohol Council, which offers programs for the community support and collaboration to address drug and alcohol abuse, tobacco, mental health issues, and violence, both in home and on the streets. Each year, they have contributed over $40,000 to local charities by throwing mullets at Alabama. (laughs) I'm sure Alabama doesn't mind. And if you do, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, but if you don't vote mullet toss as the best one of this entire episode, there's something wrong with you. I'm literally crying. I know. We we need to find out. Tanya must know. Alabama, do you throw them back? I I also want to see video. We need some find some YouTube videos. All right, we're gonna find some and we're gonna we're gonna put them on our social media. We're gonna find some some mullet toss videos. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Okay. Well, the reason some of this episode started, it, we've got to move on, right? I yeah, can't we just do. sit here can't and talk about mullets anymore. 20 minutes. The reason we got this episode from uh, Sweet and Salty Sunrise was uh, she had mentioned Possum Fest in Wausau, Florida. This is also in North Florida. Uh, there's no dates for 2022 yet, but last year it was August 7th on 2021. But apparently, you know, we have a festival to celebrate those pesky little roadkill. They are roadkill. <laughs> That's the only thing a possum's good for is being <laughs> scraped off the road. Uh, but the, they have a possum king and queen festival. Oh, we could enter. Okay. Let's go make possum queens. I don't think I can compete with the past possum queens. <laughs> there must be some sort of costume contest as well. I did not see that in here, but there is a possum parade. There oh, are- oh, we could be we could be Miss Fun Day. I mean, we have We are a- fun. <laughs> We're not a miss though either. No, that's we have true. To be Mrs. Well, fun Day. <laughs> Come on. It is, um, but they have live possums. What's a possum parade? It, it is a... Did people dress up as possums and I, go down the street and throw beads? From the pictures I could see... Well, I don't know about throwing beads, but from the pictures I could see... I mean, they're not parading possums, but they're parading as possums. Some of the pictures, obviously, there is like a contest or a costume contest or it's when they're in parade. Oh my gosh. They have the most outlandish costumes. Also think a little bit, this reminds me a little bit of like Tiger, Tiger King 
oh, how they're my. dressed. Okay, and- so there's people in these pictures holding possums. Those are some vicious little creatures. Yes, they are. How are they not getting their faces bit off? I don't know. But okay, I got to see a possum fest now. <laughs> it's definitely... Uh, a it- possum parade. Who'd have thunk? Uh, yes, I mean, we... I sh- little girls holding this possum like it's a cat. <laughs> well, I mean, there's an adult there. Those are some adult hands. Oh, but okay. People dress up and put stuffed possums all over their costume. I mean, I'm showing a guy with what looks like a grass skirt, but as a vest, but with a possum on his shoulder, a straw hat, and he is the possum king. Oh my! So word. if you want to be possum queen or possum king, nope, you got to come up a possum. with some outlandish. Not costumes. wearing a possum. I see people who are you know have look like they have missing teeth. They're, you know, the, the fake. It is a possum festival after all. Exactly. Um, so. Also, I see here that there's hog calling, rooster crowing, and cow lowing contests. Yes, I had to look up cow lowing. <laughs> the moo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the characteristic sound uttered by cattle. A moo. That's what I looked it up. That is exactly the definition of <laughs> oh a moo. My. So, this is so funny. So this is, again... Any excuse to have a party. No kidding. No <laughs> kidding. That leads us into Hemingway days, which we have talked about before. Speaking of parties. I'm sorry, but this is definitely a reason for a party. Hemingway. Why We're celebrating the author Hemingway and Hemingway days. And this is the keys. I don't think I even need to say anything else. <laughs> Hemingway days done. and the keys. We're done. <laughs> It needs no explanation. They celebrate literacy, success, and the lifestyle well, of Ernest Hemingway. Yes, but let's just say, um, do we need to celebrate literacy in this way? <laughs> is it literacy or literary? I think it's the literary oh, it about, li- okay, you know, yeah. not people reading. Not people read. Well, see, you know, <laughs> Ernest Hemingway, the, the, his writing is not like super easy reads either. <laughs> so if you can read Ernest Hemingway, you are a very liter- literacy achiever high literacy achiever to read Hemingway I swear to god we have not been drinking during this episode (laughs) I'm sorry but if you could do this episode and not laugh like we are then you are certainly an achieved podcaster (laughs) so to honor Hemingway's birthday Key West comes to life with lively literary events during Hemingway days local visitors fans um and visitors and fans, they celebrate Hemingway by a lookalike contest. I love the lookalike <laughs> contest. If you have gone and seen these pictures and all they of these men like with their white beards and their white hair and um, just trying to look like Hemingway, and it, it's comical. And they do uh, poetry reading. Could you imagine these men dressed up like Hemingway staying there <laughs> reading poetry? <laughs> and a three-day, I don't know how this fits in, but they have a marlin fishing tournament. Maybe he liked to fish. Did he like marlin? I mean, that is something you can catch down there. It is definitely something to catch down there, but I just thought it was funny. The marlin fish. It's like, again, (laughs) a reason for a fishing tournament in Florida. Let's celebrate Hemingway and go fishing. That's right. Let's do it. Christina, how do you go about making all your campground reservations? Well, I used to have to go and like search a location and campgrounds in this area and sort of filter through and go campground to campground. But that sounds really time consuming. <laughs> it wasn't. It was it was like you have to go place to place. So it's website to website. And then I found I found Camp Spot. 
Oh, Camp Spot. I love Camp Spot. Yeah, Camp Spot basically filters everything out that you want in a campground and gives you all of your options right there. It's kind of like a booking engine just for campgrounds, right? Right, exactly. They communicate directly with the campground. There's no need to call. I imagine you had to call campgrounds too. A lot past. of a lot of them do. They don't they don't offer you anything online. So in this place, you can pick the place. It's an instant book. And And they guarantee you're always going to get the best price. Yeah, it filters everything out for you, and it also finds you the best price. Plus, you can find campgrounds that are big, small, RV parks, glamping, and more. You can visit floridatravelpod.com slash campspot to learn our favorite locations. Okay, here's another one that's pretty fun. Um, The Great American Cooter Festival in Inverness. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Explain to me what a cooter is. A cooter is a turtle. Oh, okay. A, fe- a Florida festival that was dreamt up. Here we go. Dreamt up in- to honor the Noble River Cooter. Okay. You may also know these freshwater turtles as yellow belly sliders. Oh. And I used to have one of these. I don't know that you're supposed to, but we found him in the garage and we saved his life. So. Okay. Just saying. I mean, I could have put him in the lake in the backyard and he would have died by the alligator. <laughs> so Okay. <laughs> Um, you find them basking on many fallen trees in the Florida rivers. Now, I mentioned in the last episode when we were talking about springs, you will go down the springs and see the, these turtles love to bank themselves and sun themselves on the on the trees. Well, this is one of those turtles that you will see quite frequently, and they're all over the place. Yellow, battle, yellow belly sliders, they are exactly what they sound like. They are yellow, <laughs> and, and they're really pretty turtles, actually. Um I'm not sure what that word, G-A-C-F. Great American Cooter Festival. Great That's American, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's three days of live music, food trucks, carnival rides, a reason for a party. Turtles bring Again, people together for a, a party. A reason for a party. <laughs> yep. Um, and there's also a Cooterween Halloween party <laughs> and Cooter Scavenger Hunt and, of course, Cooter Races. Are we looking for the turtles in the scavenger hunt? Or? Um, I don't. No. Okay. I, but that's very funny, actually. It's probably a scavenger hunt around the area, but they just call it a cooter scavenger hunt. Maybe you dress as a cooter to go. <laughs> Every hour, live cooter races are held. We're onlookers. Have. have you ever seen a cooter turtle? I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. Let I me mean- rephrase the question. Have you ever seen a turtle? I mean, yes. Do they walk fast? No. So I mean, well, I don't know. Sometimes I have seen them, you know, haul butt once in a while. Is but. my confusion on this cooter race thing then unfounded? Well, it does have fastest in air in not in, in air quotes. In, in, she made air quotes and said it. <laughs> okay, I'm so I'm really curious about, you know, your your bullet point that comes after this though. The water skiing cooter? <laughs> You have to see the picture. A guy dresses up as a cooter and oh, goes water skiing. Okay. <laughs> it's not a water skiing cooter. It's, a, it's like the possums parade. The possum parade where people dress up as possums. It's an actual guy dressed up as the cooter turtle and he water skis on the lake. And this takes place at the end of October. Yep. Okay. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> Any reason to have a party. Any reason that we're celebrating. We're celebrating the cooter turtle, Tanya. (laughs) This is a celebration. He needs a party too. (laughs) Okay. I also want to know. So you said you could dress up as a cooter. We've already seen people who, you know, dress dress up up as possums. As possums. And Hemingway. And Hemingway. It's going to get better. 
Okay, I can't wait. I just want to know if any of you have these costumes. How many of them do you have? <laughs> Can we see pictures? We just need to do some research. Just just post some pictures for us. Is this, you know, fall into the realm of cosplay when you're dressing up as, as a cooter turtle or Hemingway or as a possum, possum yeah. you know. I I need I need details. All right. Send them to Tanya's got a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions after this episode. I haven't been drinking, but I may need to go start after this. <laughs> All right. So now we're moving on to the King Mango Strut. All right, I'm strutting. I'm ready. Are you what strutting? Are we, what are we doing? The silly and rather strange, because <laughs> that needs prefacing. <laughs> right? Because it wouldn't have been in this episode if it wasn't. So. <laughs> it was a parade that was conceived in 82 by Coconut Grove residents Glenn Terry and the late Bill Dobson after being denied entry to the Orange Bowl parade. <laughs> I mean, this is how it works. When you get denied something, you need to go out and do it yourself. Again, right? right? Exactly. Look, I'll show them. So, I'm going to have a King Mango strut. The reason, why do you think that they were snubbed at the Orange Bowl parade? I, I, I don't, they didn't dress up enough or they dressed up too much. They had unsuitable instruments because they had kazoos, conch shells, and garbage can drums. <laughs> they had a satirical band of Grovites, the Mango Marching Band, and they decided to create their own parade in the neighborhood and they call it the King Mango Strut. I love it. The parade was an instant hit in the Bohemian Coconut Grove community. Locals constantly pushing the boundaries of good taste <laughs> and hilariously irrelevant, irreverent costumes. Irreverent or maybe irrelevant. irrelevant. <laughs> yes, because at this point now, um, they have to uh, preface this parade with that it's likely for mature audiences. <laughs> because it's crossed every line possible. Everything is done in jest. And serious titles are handed out every year at the parade. And they feature a... A float packed with young boys and girls carrying all the titles of Little Miss Mango and Little King Mango. I like that, you know, they use local and state politicians for jokes in this. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking at this. This woman looks like she's riding a, ma a, manatee, a manatee bike. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So, OK, so Anna, that again, that was my. Have you been to Coconut Grove before? Yeah, I have. I had to do a competition down there. Okay. Is it the Bohemian style that they're talking about? I mean, did you did you experience that? I kind of want to know really. a little bit more about Coconut Grove. I wasn't there really to explore the area, but yeah. okay. I know that I know that about the area. It is true, but not that I've seen. Okay. So okay. We talked about all these festivals. They have um th Wait. they were the coconut, the King Mango Strut takes place on Christmas. Oh, yes. I forgot to say that. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, I, I, I did. I remember, I, <laughs> I remember that when you said that, I was like, oh, that's so weird. It takes place on Christmas. I forgot to say that. But yes, it does take place on Christmas Day. <laughs> I mean, what an interesting way to celebrate Christmas. Hey, we're going to open our presents and then we're going to head down to the to the main street and watch the King Mango Strut Mature Audiences Parade. What an entirely Florida way yeah, to right? celebrate Christmas. <laughs> Go Florida. <laughs> um, these, these festivals all have, I mean, pretty much every festival in Florida is just a reason to have a party, right? But this, this next one is, you've mentioned this one before. I did. I mentioned this again. We're back to Key West. Yeah. Key West, um, Key West knows how to throw a party. Yeah, they do. So this one is called Fantasy Fest. 
And Fantasy Fest is like literally exactly what it sounds like. A big festival of fantasy. It's definitely adult themed. In fact, it's warning. Despite the efforts by town folks to (laughs) tone down the parade, Fantasy Fest is something reserved for uh, the more mature audiences. Quote, unquote. (laughs) You know, sometimes I wonder if the adults really are the more mature audiences because how much have we giggled and laughed during this episode? But we're talking, I mean... We're, they're practically naked. It looks like Mardi Gras on steroids. Oh, yeah. It is Mardi Gras with every kind of costume you can imagine. But I'm looking at a picture of a woman in full body paint. Yep. Like, she literally has to be naked under all of this, and but has a full... Yep. You, but you wouldn't know it because... She looks like she's out of Avatar... She's, well, she's Avatar X-rated version. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But, you know... Lots of sequins, lots of beads, lots of glitter. Lots of glow in the dark. Lots of glow in the dark. And drinks. Fun. (laughs) I mean, honestly, this is every fantasy come to life. So this is also in October, which makes sense. Um, It's a 10 day extravaganza. 10 days? Yep. Holy cow. Okay, 10 days extravaganza of costumes, competitions, masquerade balls, and street fairs. That climax in a grand parade through Key West. There's a masquerade march, which is one of their parades. It's a grown-up moving cocktail and dance party. (laughs) (laughs) If this tells you anything. Now, there are, obviously, you can, uh, you know, go down to Key West and stay there. But I have seen, and I'd, I'd have to look again, but I've seen where there are cruises, that go to purposely go there purposely for for this and you know that they stay overnight but yeah you talked about glitter there's a glitter and glow party so i imagine tanya when you're planning your trip to fantasy fest and you're like i have to pack for the masquerade ball and then i have to pack for the parade and you're like lining up your costumes on your bed (laughs) for each event that's happening exactly (laughs) it too i mean this is not where you're wearing your cooter costume or you know well there's a whole nother meeting for that too (laughs) (laughs) you could wear that to this parade i guess you could (laughs) um or your possum you know costume but yeah this is it is it is mardi gras it is it's a cross between version of Mardi Gras. A cross between Rio's Carnival and a Halloween party. Because you look at the decorations too. All of the yards have decorations. There's a whole uh, fantasy facade section of the website here, and I'm looking at just these homes that decorate. And I know they do that in New Orleans. They New decorate Orleans, their yeah. homes for Mardi Gras, fantasy fest. Or, you know, Key West does it for Fantasy Fest. It's, um, they say that the, the bystanders are just as interesting as the participants themselves. Yeah. Many of the 60,000 or so Fantasy Fest revelers are typically covered in body paint <sighs> and often little else. Exactly. That's what we were saying. <laughs> they cheer on the caravan of costume characters and floats. So definitely for more mature audiences and as is the King Mango Strut. So I'm just going to put that back out there and make sure you realize those are for for older more mature people so do you have your costumes ready oh totally i mean they're in my closet right now labeled <laughs> and lined up for all the events <laughs> so which events are you going to yeah and i'm um, definitely going to be clothed okay <laughs> <laughs> anything with clothes so you've got your possum costume then you're going to possum fest. i'm gonna go ski i'm gonna be the the cooter <laughs> the, be- the skiing cooter water skiing cooter <laughs> All right, where else are you going? Um, I think 
Uh, I might have to try out the, the the Hemingway days, I think. I got to see these guys dressed up as Hemingway. <laughs> I think it's it's so cute. But it's I'm adorable. sorry. Number one on this list for both of us has got to be the Floribama mullet tuss. <laughs> yes. I, I, I want to go to the Floribama mullet tuss. I have so many questions. If you don't think that that is the <laughs> so funniest thing on this list. <laughs> Tell us. I also please. I also have questions about the Fiddler Crab. So I got to go there. That's not that far from, from us. I can go to the Fiddler fiddler crab festival next year <laughs> do and they do crab races like the ones i was talking about we just crawl in the ground like crabs maybe <laughs> <laughs> the two of us are shaking in our seats acting like crabs. so many <laughs> so many things i guess we're going to all of these <laughs> <laughs> but i guess it's also time to move on and talk about our featured florida product of the week and each week we share our favorite florida products from small businesses throughout the state and this week i found a featured product called Deer Earth. Deer Earth offers stunning, stylish, and sustainable apparel designed to keep you cool, look hot, and embrace the eco-friendly lifestyle. So when you're not at Fantasy Fest... Or throwing a mullet. And you need to cover up a little bit, check out uh, the eco-friendly Deer Earth. They're made from the most eco-friendly, sustainable, environmentally natural fibers available. And it's comfortable and perfect for festival going. And they're... Um, you can... Visit Deer Earth at shopdeerearth.com, and they're based out of the Miami area. And Christina is still giggling. We're never going to get through this, dear. This mullet throwing thing is getting me. <laughs> so where can we find the Florida Travel Pod when you're ready to throw some mullet? You can find Florida Travel Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Maybe one of these days, Tanya and I will throw mullets at each other. Maybe we'll grow up. <laughs> at Florida Travel Pod. And... Also, if you have ever thrown a mullet or can answer any of Tanya's <laughs> multitude of mullet questions, please. Mullet questions, fiddler crab questions, yeah. cooter questions. You can go on I to. I want to see your pictures at <laughs> yes, Fantasy Yes, please, Fest. if you have any. Or if you have ever been to the, the cooter festival and you've seen the skiing cooter, we would love to know. <laughs> Put it, send us some pictures. Comment with your anything that you have done at those festivals if you've ever been. You can also email us at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. Did we make you laugh during this episode? Gosh, I hope so. Because if not, this was definitely, uh, we had fun doing it. We burned it, so some calories in hysteria. We, we hoped you had fun too. So, But if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. We need to go to the, the Mullet Festival. We need to go to the Mullet Toss. So That's how we get there. You can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And when you donate, our supporters will get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more depending on your level of support. We may even have some surprises along the way. Because today wasn't enough. Right. <laughs> I know. Stay tuned next week as we talk about Panama City Beach. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Stay sunny, everyone.